For health's sake, a simple chat for better health. I'm your host, Donna Karras. These podcasts are a publication of Amory Hospital and Clinic, Hudson Hospital and Clinic, Health Partners Clinic Stillwater, Lakeview Hospital, and Westfields Hospital and Clinic. All are part of a nonprofit healthcare organization committed to enhancing community health. I'm talking with Dr. Betsy Manor about heart disease and family history. Welcome, Dr. Manor. Thank you. What are we talking about when we say heart disease? I like to think of the heart kind of in three different ways. Number one, the blood flow that goes to it. Number two, the electrical signals that make it beat. And then three, how well the heart actually pumps blood to the body. So when we're talking about problems with the blood flow that goes to the heart, we're talking about something called cardiovascular disease. And cardiovascular disease is primarily what is meant when we're talking about heart disease. The term cardiovascular disease not only refers, though, to blockages to the heart that can result in a heart attack, it actually also refers to blockages in other blood vessels, such as those that can cause stroke in the brain, those that can cause peripheral arterial disease in the legs. And these blockages come from something called atherosclerosis, which is a condition where the arteries narrow from plaque buildup. And they can narrow to the point where they're no longer open enough to carry the blood flow needed, or actually a clot can form, and then that can block the blood flow suddenly. So that's kind of the first thing. When we're talking about problems with electrical signals that make the heart beat, we're talking about something called arrhythmias. There are many different types of arrhythmias, and your doctor will need to determine if you have one that's worrisome or not because they're not all problematic type of arrhythmia. And then number three, when we're talking about problems with how well the heart pumps, the function of the heart is to pump out the blood to the rest of the body. And so when that doesn't work right, we're we're talking about something called heart failure or otherwise known as congestive heart failure. So today we're gonna focus on cardiovascular disease and not arrhythmias or heart failure because that's mostly what we're talking about when we're talking about heart disease. Is heart disease genetic? If you have cardiovascular disease in your family, you're more likely to have it. But there are actually other factors besides genetics that can modify your risk of heart disease. So just because a family member has it does not mean that you for sure will get it. Bad cholesterol, called LDL cholesterol, low good cholesterol, called HDL cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, smoking, older age. So for women, that means postmenopausal. For men, that means greater than uh, 45. Those are all things that contribute that aren't necessarily all just related to uh, family history. And then we suspect that obesity is also a risk factor, and that can play a role in some of these other things too, like your blood pressure and your cholesterol and so forth. Yes, it is genetic, but there's also other factors that you can change that are part of the risk for cardiovascular disease. What information should I gather and what should I tell my doctor? It's really helpful to let your doctor know if your siblings, parents, grandparents have or had heart disease or stroke, and then also at what age they actually develop these diseases, because that can be a clue to your risk at a certain point in your life. It's also really helpful to know if high cholesterol, high blood pressure, or diabetes runs in your family. 
And although it can sometimes be a little bit difficult to talk to your doctor about any habits that you might have, it's really important to be honest about things like tobacco use, how much alcohol you drink, and then if there's any other drug use. So particularly cocaine, heroin, methamphetamines, all of these can play a role in heart problems. And it's important for your doctor to have the whole picture of your health in order to know how at risk you are. Are there other genetic factors that could increase my risk for heart disease? Yes. African-Americans and Hispanics do have higher rates of conditions that can lead to heart disease, such as high blood pressure and diabetes. So those are considered other high-risk genetic influences. What are the lifestyle factors that I can improve upon? Well, as I mentioned, there's a lot of things that contribute to cardiovascular disease. So if you are overweight or obese, losing weight is an important factor. When you lose even 5 to 10% of your body weight, you can improve your blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar. You probably put less strain on your heart. So this means that if, for example, you weigh 200 pounds, you could actually see improvement with just losing 10 to 20 pounds. Now, of course, losing weight is very difficult. So even 10 to 20 pounds for most people can be a challenge. But you should talk with your doctor about ways in which you can try to accomplish this. One other thing that you can do is eat heart-healthy diet. So cooking at home is one of the number one ways to be able to control what you put in your body. Uh, Restaurants and other places are trying to sell you things that are delicious, but they're not taking into consideration necessarily how healthy they are for you. So it is good to try to do as much um, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, plant-based or lean animal proteins, poultry, fish, those kinds of things baked, not fried, of course, so you're not adding in extra fats, limiting uh, sweetened drinks, processed foods, lots of other processed sugars, and oils that you don't need to add to your food. And then actually, it's particularly important to avoid trans fats and partially hydrogenated oils, which are often found in baked goods and fried foods and things like that. And then everybody benefits from getting exercise. So that's another thing that you can do, not only for your heart health, but it also tends to make people feel good in general. So we like to have people exercising to a moderate level where you're kind of breathing a little bit heavy. You can tell that your your body's working a little bit to, uh, to exercise for about 30 minutes five times per week. For a lot of people, that is not very realistic for any number of things, you know, their schedule or just not feeling like their body is capable of doing that. But everybody has to start somewhere. So if you can find a time and an activity that you're most likely to be consistent about, just start there, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes, a couple times per week, and just get in a routine and kind of work your way up from there. And then if you smoke, stop smoking, which I know people hear all the time, and it is very difficult to accomplish. It turns out that smoking causes quite a bit of damage to your blood vessels, actually all over your body, so your heart and also the blood vessels to your brain, which can lead to stroke. And so it's a very big contributor to cardiovascular disease. 
it is one of the best things that you can do for yourself, even though it can be quite the challenge. You should definitely talk to your doctor about it because there are quit aids that can help with that. And then even if you're not ready to quit completely, at least consider cutting back because every time you leave a cigarette alone, you've accomplished a great step in the right direction. And then for people who have high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, um, those are all things that can be modified to reduce your risk. And many of those can be modified by some of the lifestyle changes we just talked about in terms of weight loss, eating a better diet, getting exercise. Unfortunately, some people do need to be on medications for those. And those are important medications to control future risk for cardiovascular disease. So I would say those are the top things that you can do to really change your risk for the future. Is this something that my doctor will help me monitor? Absolutely. Your weight, blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar, all of that can be monitored by your doctor. And your doctor will actually also talk with you about symptoms of heart disease, such as chest pain, shortness of breath, feeling lightheaded, pain into your arm or jaw, just to get a sense of whether or not you're having any symptoms that could suggest that something could be, could be happening. And then, of course, if you have any of these symptoms, suddenly you should seek care right away rather than just waiting for your next doctor appointment. This is really important information. Thanks, Dr. Manner. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for listening. 